we're going to talk about music and when and where and how we consume music these days. I thought a lot about this over the weekend because every few weeks in Musical Musers, which happens every Tuesday morning at 8.55, somebody will bring up a band and I will hear the music that you guys will play or that it's a band that's coming to town. And I'll think, wow, I really like that. I want to go and sample that artist. Sometime this week, I want to go download their latest CD or their latest CD album, whatever we call it. Yeah. And I want to listen to it. And I never, ever, ever do that. You don't get on Spotify? No. I never do it. And this weekend, I was wondering why, when I was talking to a friend of mine who said a woman had hurt his pride, <laughs> told him that she loved him, so turn around and let him go. Oh, what the heck? And he was telling me, and I've got a couple of friends like this, about how they will carve out at least an hour every weekend and just sit in their den, their man cave, whatever, backyard on the porch, wherever, and they will listen to a new artist. And they do that each week just to expand their Mm -hmm. musical horizons. And I thought, wow, I haven't done that since my young adult days. You know, when you were a kid... You would sit in your room and listen to music, and that's all you would do. You would just sit there and listen to it, and maybe you're flipping through a magazine or something. But that's all you would do as a kid is listen to music, your eight tracks, your albums. And in college, we did that a lot. We had a one of our friends in our dorm at North Texas a freshman year, Tom Waterman, scattershooting what, while wondering whatever <laughs> happened to him. He would just come down to my dorm room, knock on the door, and he would say, Hey, you want to veg out? And I'd say, sure. So I'd go down to his room, and he'd turn on the blue light and the <laughs> lava lamp, turn the lights off, and he'd put on a Pink Floyd album, and we would just sit there and listen to of course. it. For, yeah, Pink Floyd or somebody like that, we'd listen to it for two hours, just doing nothing but sitting there listening to the music. And I did that all the time in the dorm room, just put on an album on the turntable and listen to it. But as I thought about this weekend, I thought, who has the time anymore Unless you make a concerted effort to say this is my hour of the day where I'm doing nothing but listening to music because after work and then watching all the games and documentaries and show that shows that we do to talk about it on this show, family time, uh, a workout, housework, prepping segments for the next day's show. By the time it's bedtime for me, and I look back at my day, there's not 15 minutes, much less an hour, and I'm not alone. Everybody's busy in today's world. What percentage of people actually spend a lot of time just doing nothing but sitting and listening to music? I think the uh, I think vinyl has brought that back a little bit in that people I, – and I, I – I'm going to guess it's a very low percentage. And if it's not daily, maybe it's three or four times a week that they are mindful about it and think, I'm going to listen to one of my favorite albums of all time. Or they still collect them and they still order them. And uh, whatever band they like, that's that's the way they like to consume them and listen, even if they're not an audiophile, but they just like to... That's the way they listen to music. If I've... if I'm having a stretch, there there are stretches where I will do that, I bet, three times a week, where I will either listen to an old album or a new album that I've 
acquired and listened on vinyl. When do you do that? Middle of the afternoon? Yeah, usually evening? in the middle of the afternoon. And a lot of times that just goes in with, if I'm in a time period where I'm trying to be more mindful about music and mm-hmm. trying to actually either pick up my fiddle again or play uh, guitar, then I may play along with it or something along those lines. And I would say that way. And then if I am online, if I'm on my computer, and sometimes it'll be like, you know, doing something for the show, a lot of times after about 30 minutes or so, I'll veer off the road and put in live whoever, mm-hmm. Wade Bowen, Pat Green, Randy Rogers, and see if I see a new performance. There's there, Maybe that's the problem, that there's so much out there and there's so many different ways that maybe it's almost like uh, watching shows, you have to kind of go ahead and be more proactive about it and say, okay, I'm going to consume it this way through either something online or vinyl or, you know, I, I, I think Spotify is really good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Spotify causes people to discover new music because yeah. their algorithm knows what you like and it'll serve you up more of the same. Mm-hmm. And so you learn of a new artist that way. But yeah, there's something that happens, and this has been happened to every generation, where you get to 30, let's say, and you stop seeking out new music so much. Music is so important to you when you're younger. Mm -hmm. And then by the time you're 30, a lot of people's lives have just gotten so busy. They may be married, they may start having kids, the job starts consuming you, Mm -hmm. and you don't have time to to focus on music so much so you just don't and and then when you do go to music you go to something you already know that you like and george you brought up a a great parallel to it which is the when you're talking about searching for the business of searching for something new to listen to is too exhaustive because you're flooded with so many choices so it's just easier to choose something you're already familiar with yeah if you're actually seeking out the music and i saw a funny meme just the other day of Someone talking about it, the meme was like a me after spending an hour looking for something to watch, and it shows them 15 minutes into the whatever they finally decided on falling asleep. <laughs> Which Isn't that the truth? Yeah. Spend forever trying to decide what to listen to or watch, and then you're run out of time to actually watch it or listen to it. My experience, I think you will find that it's just as enjoyable as it was whatever age you want to pick. Mm-hmm. If you were in college or a kid. But you've got to, like anything else, you've got to, just like you schedule exercise, you've got to sit down and think, I'm going to go 15 minutes a day, listen to an album that I haven't heard in forever. And, and yeah, that's why I, I really, I've, I've told you guys several times, I think you need to get some sort of decent vinyl player. I know. I've, I've you wanted still got to, your records, right? I still have my yeah. record collection and I've wanted to do that for a long time. I think you would enjoy it. I think I would too. And sometimes it may just be when you're, you know, fixing dinner and you, hey, remember this record? And you put on that side and you play it while you're, you know, or even playing with your kiddo. I think it's it's good for them to hear music, too. And, and the thing about vinyl that, that creates more of a captured listening experience is because it's so difficult to change. Yeah. So when I have like an iPod going or my phone, I have the world's library of music at my fingertips. So there's always something right there within reach that is potentially better. Mm -hmm. If you put on a record and you're cleaning or cooking or doing whatever you're doing, 
it's too much trouble to go switch to the next track or to go to that other track or to put on a different record. So you end up listening to the whole album again. Yeah. Rather than being able to just forward through a track yeah. or to jump to another album. Yeah, that's a good point. And that's the thing. Sometimes with Spotify, next. Yeah, <laughs> next, get in, next, you get next, 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 yeah. next, at my destination, getting out of the car. <laughs> You're so right, Gordo, about something around turning 30, and then after that you don't have as much time or desire to consume new music. Remember our old colleague, Grego, he always used to say that once he turned 30, he discovered he didn't have any more room in his brain for new music. <laughs> and that he had, he already had so many songs he loved that he just kept going back to that library. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are like that. And I think most people are like that. I think that it's very rare to find the music lover who is constantly seeking out new music. And, you know, back in the day, it was... It was also uh, kind of a quest that you would go on to discover a new band and to be mm-hmm. the first of your friend group to like the new band and so on. Well, now everyone has access to the same music. You know, back then, the the people who wanted to one-up you by their snobbery would go to these independent music shops and buy this album that was an import UK vinyl, and, and, that's a, and they were the only ones who had that record yeah. in the neighborhood. Well, now everyone has access to the same music, so you don't have that pioneering spirit that's always finding new music in, among your friend group. I know that P1s will be asking me a couple of questions about this. Well, what about in the car? Why don't you listen to music in the car? Because I know a lot of people listen to music in the car. I don't have a very long commute, and when I am in the car, 100% of the time, I'm listening to the ticket. Right. Because I want to hear what the other shows have to say. So yeah. I'm, I'm, if I'm running errands in the afternoon, it's always the ticket. I never put music on in the car unless, like at, uh, over summer break, I drove to New Mexico. Road and trip music. Road trip music. I'll listen to satellite. And that's when I'm, it's the one or two times a year where I'll be introduced to, to new music. And then I know a lot of people will say, well, why don't you put in earbuds and listen while you're riding your bike? Because I see out on the trails in Dallas, I see a lot of people on a bike or running. Running. That makes me so nervous, though. I cannot do that. And yeah, I don't know how people do that. Very important sense to. Yes. First situational awareness. I've tried it and hated it because I want to be able to hear my breathing, maybe something on the bike, you know, a part that's going mm-hmm. wonky. I want to hear a malfunction. I want to hear people mm-hmm. coming up behind me. Oh, yeah. I want to hear sounds of a dog maybe going to chase. I just want to be in tune with nature and my surroundings. But a lot of people use, you know, music is also a great way, this is the counter argument, to pace yourself. Yeah. A lot of people oh, run yeah. and they partic- they choose particular beats per minute yeah. to run to. Yeah, I'm guessing that as I pose this question, we'll hear from a lot of people who that's where they consume their music mm-hmm. is on their daily run or at the gym or, gym. or in the car. <laughs> Hopefully they're listening to the ticket in the car, but I'm sure a lot of people also listen to music on their commute. And I think a lot of people probably also, their time to listen to music is household chores, mowing mm-hmm. the yard, maybe. that's I could see you put in the, yeah. the earbuds for that. Maybe it's just while they're working on something else. And I guess that's a good way to consume it, but it's not like giving that album 100% of your attention. Right. Yeah. It's... Yeah, there's a difference in having something as background music to another task versus actually paying well, attention sit down to everything. And listen to this. Yeah. yeah. 
gosh, and I know so many people that treat movies that way. They treat movies as the background of whatever conversation they're having on the couch. Mm-hmm. I, know. I don't get that one. I encountered that <laughs> recently. That just talk over half the lines, and yeah, no, that line wasn't intentional. They would, they just put that in there just for you to have someone on the background to talk through. I want to hear this line. You don't, but we're both consuming this movie. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you something. How do you determine which lines are just filler that you'll talk over? I mean, how, do you, how are you making that determination? I was a little surprised by this number, just in terms of the platform that people use to consume music these days. 37% of people say that they use a streaming service. That didn't surprise me. Oh, that's I thought it was higher than that. Yeah, I guess that surprised me in that I thought it would be a little bit higher. But the, the number one response, 55%, said they consume music by watching the music video on yeah. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they need the visual along with, I guess, MTV maybe created that for all of us. Sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, how many songs? I mean, this was certainly my youth and y'all's youth was that you heard new music on MTV. Yes. Yeah. So your first time hearing a song oftentimes was seeing the video for it. Yeah. yeah. And now that's the number one way people consume it is through the video and hearing the song, of course. Yeah. And I would say that's how I've discovered a lot of new music is just online and you hear a name or you hear about someone mm-hmm. and you start and you just put in their name and all of a sudden you see a live performance and you see a studio version you see a tiny desk with them and yeah i watch i i almost watch I love more those music tiny desk yeah. concerts yeah there's those those great. great yeah that tiktok's been one. huge tiktok's been huge for yes. breaking new artists too and mm-hmm. old artists yeah for breaking old artists to newer generations is uh a TikTok song. I can't tell you how many times I've heard from a young person, you know, I'll be like, how do you know that song? Well, it's a TikTok, TikTok song. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we lost power again this weekend in the yeah. afternoon, and it was 109 degrees. That's why you need to check degrees. into one of our fine sponsors. Uh, I'm 100%. I know that. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree with you mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. I just never get around to it. But I was texting with my buddy about it, and he said, hey, if you want to come on over and sit in the AC, we're just, the family's just sitting around watching Tiny Desk concerts. And, uh, oh yeah, I've gone down that rabbit hole before. So that that's what their family was doing on a random Saturday afternoon. Yeah, just sitting around watching music. How many people saw Dua Lipa this weekend? You did. Yeah, <laughs> did you watch sure. her tiny desk? Yeah, yeah. Her voice is so processed in that one, though. They did a lot care. of post on that one. I don't care. She sounds great, and it's great to watch that. They don't have a drummer playing to a track, but yeah, bass player is great. Yeah. How many people? make going to live shows their number one way of consuming music? Very few. I think you already know the music to the artists that you go see live, right? Depends on what kind of and I'm music not talking, you listen to. I'm not talking about new music. I'm just their 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 favorite or best or most prevalent way of consuming music is to just go to live shows. Like the Texas music fan, they are very proactive. Mm-hmm. They probably go to two or three shows a month, I bet. And they're not all at big arenas, but you know, some are Billy Bob, some are at venues that hold five hundred to a thousand. But I think they're Americana fans. I think they're yeah. very proactive in going to listen to their favorite artist. You know, play a smaller room, mm-hmm. and that's they talk through songs. Or are they pretty good? No, about? not no, not true fans of the music. They don't go there to 
the go through TikTok while they're listening to the music and take the most kick-ass selfie they can in front of the stage. <laughs> they're actually there to hear the music. I just, like you said to start the segment, George, I just need to be more intentional about yeah. it. And I was trying to think of the last time that I listened to an album start to finish just by myself in a room. And I think it was about six or seven years ago. And it was one of my trips down to Galveston, my beloved Galveston. And it was a solo trip. And I remember just sitting in the living room and I was, I listened to Tattoo You from start to finish. So great. And I got to the end thinking, that is the greatest side two of an album ever. <laughs> and and I loved it. Yeah. And when is the next time that I sat and listened to a full album? Still waiting. Not Still yet. waiting. <laughs> <laughs> so I just have to be intentional. But I think, yes. And I think that, uh, you know, it is important to have that, I don't know if you're going to call it spirit, spiritual time or just meditation. I yes. think it's, if it's 10 minutes, you know, I think it's, 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 it's a really relaxing thing for me. I may be the outlier, but... No, I think you're right. I think most people would find an hour just listening to music in solitude really yeah. healthy, beneficial. Yeah, it may bring the blood pressure down a little bit. Yep. We all need that. Oh, yeah. <laughs>